Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by Beauty Addicts for Beauty Addicts. Today, I am your host, the unprofessional beauty junkie, without my professional makeup artist. Uh, it is just me, a sexy robot herself. <laughs> That's really weird to just say about yourself. It's me, Lindsay Kelk. I'm very pleased to be with you. Sadly, sun's difficult eyes. I am traveling at the moment. I am making my way to England for some meetings and some stuff. I'm not very pleased about the flooding. My brother just texted me and was like, people are trapped in Meadow Hall. Um, and while I was a teenager, I would have loved being trapped in Meadow Hall. I'm not going to say that's what I'd like to do with my week this week. Anyway, I hope you are all okay. I hope none of you are trapped in Meadow Hall. If you were, please let me know what happened and whether or not you just got to play in all the shops or, or just like mess around in the Oasis. Did they put the pictures on for you? I'm, I've just got to know. Anyway, there's loads and loads and loads of new news. I sat down to do this and I was like, oh, well, there's not been that much new news this week. And then I went through my emails and... I was wrong. I'd lied to myself. So I'm going to start with something people have asked us about, which is exciting. And that is the Hourglass Ghost Unlocked Ambient Lighting Edit Palette. It is back. The Unlocked Palette is back. So I know not everyone was in love with the Ghost Palette this year, which I am obsessed with. It's absolutely beautiful on fair skin. But if you're not as fair skinned as I am, uh, I totally understand why it might not be 100% your jam. Uh, good news is the Unlocked palette is back, which is a lot darker for medium to dark skins. Or if you are fair skinned and you like a lot more pigment or a lot more browns, uh, this could be a good one for you. It's going to be back in the UK it is a Selfridges exclusive. So check out the Selfridges website if you don't have a Selfridges close to you. But back, back, back. Should By the time you're listening to this, it will 100% be there. So I hope you are able to get your mitts on it. Now, other new news, just like I say, there's a ton, so bear with me. First up, very little I can tell you about it yet, but uh, it is new news, so here it is. Drunk Elephant, which I know is a brand so many of you love. I'm obsessed with their vitamin C day serum. I use that all the time. Drunk Elephant are branching out into hair care products. Hmm. So they just got bought by Shiseido, which we knew. And when a company gets bought, they usually do extend their lines in one way or another. That's usually why someone buys them to make more money out of them, not less. So it, you often look at a line extension. I guess Drunk Elephant, if they're going to extend, where are they going to go? They've, they've got skincare pretty well covered, although I'm sure we'll see some new skincare SKUs very soon. You know, do you do cosmetics? Do you do hair care? They're doing hair care. How do we feel about that? Any strong feelings there at all? Anyone desperate to get their mitts on some drunk elephant? Worrying, wondering if they'll do the um, oil, the actual drunk elephant oil, something with hair. That might be nice. We shall see. More new news from Charlotte Tilbury. Another palette. Uh, this is a lot smaller than the uh, big Christmas eye palette that she did. This is just a six shade eye palette called the Darling Look, the Easy Eye Palette Darling Look. I don't know if the word darling is synonymous enough with Charlotte for <laughs> to pull this off. It is. It's all she says. We love it. Um, it's a very, it looks very warm tone to me. So there is three shimmer shades, three matte shades. The mattes are very terracotta. There is um, a sort of mid terracotta brown that you're going to use in your crease. I would imagine that a very orangey terracotta color that's more of a lid base. A slightly lighter terracotta that would be far too dark for me, for someone as fair as I am to use as a base. But I think if you're medium to darker tone, maybe that's the best option. And then three sparkly shades, one sort of rose gold, one taupey color and one silver. So in the US, it's $57. Apparently, it was inspired by 
Ibiza sands and sunsets. We know Charlotte's an Ibiza fiend, so that makes sense. Uh, I don't know. Um, doesn't feel very Christmassy, but maybe it's a good stocking filler. Although at fifty-seven dollars, is that a stocking filler? I shall let you be the judge of that. Um, more new news from ColourPop. More palettes. God, palettes! Please slow down with the palettes. Uh, it's a Disney collaboration again. Uh, ColourPop's been doing all these Disney collabs, mostly the designer collections, which actually I've really liked. They're really lovely. Now they are doing a Frozen Two collaboration. There's Elsa and Anna sets, two eyeshadow palettes, two glosses, two lipsticks, and two glitterily obsessed, which is their glitter gel stuff um it looks really pretty the the packaging is gorgeous it's sort of a more grown-up frozen it's not kitty makeup in as much as it cannot be kitty makeup when it's frozen uh in that it's like really lovely fashion inspired illustrations on the front of the palettes rather than just straight up pictures taken from the movie the palettes are gorgeous um uh, Elsa obviously a bit more cool toned as you might expect there's a lot of glitter in there if you don't like a loose glitter or pressed glitter sorry this might not be for you but there is a very very sparkly white glitter in there and then a gorgeous silver a gorgeous cool toned brown some mauvey colors some blue some white uh, very interested in that one and then the Anna is a whole lot warmer the, the glitter is a gold the um Shimmer metallic colours are more gold tone, more orange, yellow, gold toned um, with some pur more purpley, another purpley colour, but then a few matte, uh, matte brown, so orangey matte brown and then a straight matte brown in there as well. Uh, similar white tone sparkle in there, but I think this one is, yeah, it looks more yellowy toned. The Elsa one, the colour, the pictures that I've seen anyway, it's really hard to tell with the lighting without having it on you, but it should be pretty and it's coming soon uh, as soon as we can get a date on that we'll put it on instagram because i know people will be into this but is anyone else excited for frozen too you know i wasn't because i like frozen but i don't love frozen it's never gonna be the little mermaid for me and that's just how things are i'm very sorry to say it uh but i wasn't excited at all and then i was walking around the mall the other day i had to go and pick up some stuff and they were putting up the christmas tree and I got dead giddy. I know it's really early for some people, but it's never too early for Christmas for me. And they were putting up the Christmas tree and there was a big poster for Frozen 2. And I'm like, you know what? It feels right. It does feel right. So I've decided to get on board with it. I've decided to be pumped. Um, morning news. This one is an interesting one. One we may not have expected. It's so hard to say. Another uh, celebrity line is happening. Uh, I don't know if it is an anticipated as... Uh, Lady Gaga's line although you don't hear a lot about House Labs do you? I mean we talked about it but you don't hear a lot about House Labs uh, not nearly as excited I think as people were about Fenty but it's coming whether anyone likes it or not <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what it is Kesha Kesha is bringing out a busy line uh, called Kesha Rose and I guess we'll see I have no idea what to expect from this the collector box is $120 uh, there's a red lipstick and a lipstick and lip gloss duo. There's dual ended eyeliner. There's a 12 shade eyeshadow palette. It's kind of confusing. Um, the direction from the art, from the photo she's released from it is all quite split. So, you know, she's like, oh, it's inspired by my bright, insane rainbow and earth and nature colors. So that's a lot. That's covering sort of the whole gambit um, so you know I don't know we'll see uh it, it looks interesting I like Kesha so I'm not mad about it um I'm I'm interested to see more I guess we will see more if anyone wants to know please let us know and we'll check it out something I am very excited about is something uh, that's coming in January. I know that is forever away, uh, but I also feel like it will be here in two minutes. But Dior, my beloved Dior lip glow, is coming out with a lip glow oil. I mean, I love a lip oil anyway. I love lip oil. I just feel like it's so much less tacky than a gloss. I mean, I love a gloss, but I love a lip oil. I love things. I love things. Um, I love a lip oil just because I love the feel of it on my lips and I feel like it just sits there nicely protecting. And now they're coming out with Lip Glow Color Revival Balm in an oil. So oof, you can imagine. You can imagine how I feel about this. Uh, 
but yeah it's coming in January uh, as soon as I get a date I'll let you know and as soon as I can get it on my face I'll get it on my face because I want it I want it real bad uh, no messing about on this one it will just be a straight purchase very 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 excited uh, a few people messaged us after our last episode saying as soon as we had it, they would like a review of the Tati Beauty palette. Um, so like we said last week, uh, I'm not the biggest Tati fan in the whole wide world, but I do really rate her uh, her videos for reviews and I, I, I'm genuinely in agreement generally um of that, her opinions on stuff so I was really excited to see this I think I feel bad because like I was so turned off by Halo and when she decided to do supplements as her first thing and thought she was someone that has such influence on the industry and someone whose authority meant so much to me I felt like her integrity was was really intact then and I don't know there's so much drama since that I'm less keen on her but drama aside she was someone whose integrity I did not question. And then she came out with supplements, which I think are generally a more questionable thing than beauty. And for someone in an influencer position such as she is, I found that less cool. But, you know, maybe I haven't used them. I can't speak to them. If you have used Halo and you have loved them and you have got something from them that you could not get from an unbranded supplement that was considerably cheaper, I would love to know that uh, because you know if there's a supplement out there that's doing something we should all know about it when she announced the Tati Beauty palette kind of felt to me like that's what I had anticipated her coming out with in the beginning now I get there's a lot of palettes there's a lot of influencers making makeup so maybe that just wasn't as an attractive as a proposition to her or for her for her but this was more what I expected uh and it's you know it's a huge palette it is huge it is 24 shades in here um I'm just going to talk you through it so it arrives I will say the outer packaging was great there was a giant picture of her face on the inside of the box that was a bit of a shocker uh but the box was the box was pretty huge for a palette which you know we're trying to reduce shipping but whatever the box was fairly big and it had her face inside it less of a positive for me but the inter interior packaging was all recycled material and recyclable uh, paper cardboard material which was fantastic it was nice to see no plastic in there and then the palette itself comes it's a cardboard palette which is a $48 palette and then with shipping and taxes it ended up being around 60 bucks so it's not inexpensive but it's a cardboard palette but a lot of these palettes at this price are I'm not gonna knock her for that i whatever okay it's a cardboard palette comes in a sleeve it's like a soft touch cardboard with the Tati Beauty logo embossed on it then when you open it up it's uh Tati Beauty again similar charcoal cardboard packaging with the raised embossed Tati Beauty logo it says volume one so apparently it's volume one it's good to know there's going to be more inside huge mirror huge mirror we, we love that makes it a little bit heavier uh which you know you've paid 60 bucks by the time you pay packaging and postage packaging and taxes so who wants to be a big mirror and then as I say there are 24 shades which is amazing now they're all sorted out into six different color stories which I absolutely love I love that she's made it so easy what I found quite curious is a lot of the shades are very very similar and they just have different textures so this is a plus or a minus depending on how you feel. So for example, the story color story, uh, each, so let me start from the beginning. Okay, each color story has a matte shade, a sequin shade, a metallic shade, and a glitter, a pressed glitter. And there are four shades in each story. So there's memory, which starts with a matte black, goes up into a sequin which is a satin I would say is a more commonly used name for it so it's a little shimmery but not overly shimmery um and the satin for sequin is is again like a charcoal color it's not quite black but it's got a lot of pinkish iridescent glitter and it's very very pretty the metallic is a, a much shimmerier it's, it's it's more gum metal with a lot of more glitter in it but this is much uh, shimmerier than the sequin. The sequin is almost a matte base with the iridescent glitter in it, whereas the metallic is a shimmer base with glitter in it. 
that's the best way to describe it. And then the glitter shade is just that. It's pressed glitter. So you have to be very careful with it. I um, When I took the protective plastic sleeve, there's a, one of those pieces of plastic to cover it, cover the, pa- the powders away from the mirror. When I took that off, it slipped into the glitter um, shade in memory, which is a gorgeous silver. Um, and it just dug into it and it went everywhere. And I was slightly devastated because... I loved it and it was sad that it went so you've got to be really careful with these do not press too hard into them they are delicate they are pressed glitters they're not eyeshadows they're pressed glitters so you need to do it with your finger or with a flat synthetic brush I would say otherwise you might struggle with these um but like I could say there's a matte there's a sequin a metallic and a glitter in every shade memory is the black and the charcoal Anderson agrees ritual is sort of a neutral brown color story story is an orange warm peach coppery story soothe is a war again warmer it's, it all pulls quite warm on me but it's like a light brown uh, color story aura is more bone nude colors and poet is a uh, sort of cranberry purple wine shades now like I was saying, the thing that is kind of odd is story, soothe, aura, poet. poet. Um, the difference in shade between the matte and the sequin is is nominal if it's there at all. I mean, um, they're practically the exact same shade, just in a different finish. Either that's going to work for you beautifully because you love having a coordinating matte and satin sequin shade that match perfectly or it's going to annoy you because they're exactly the same color in the palette um ritual the sequin is a little bit lighter than the matte and in memory the matte is jet black and the sequin is the charcoal with the iridescent so they're very different just by nature of putting the glitter in it's going to change it um I couldn't decide how I felt about it the aura one really spanned me out because it is a matte a sequin and a and a metallic all in practically exactly the same color with differing amounts of glitter um I I just still I still can't make my mind up obviously you can play around the palette you're not tied to doing it in any way shape or form I think I'm gonna take it with me to England and see how I get on because I just can't make my mind up uh the mats are are nice um there's a lot of pigment in here for most of them some of them are a little lighter on pigment some of the sequin shades are quite powdery like the aura sequin shade came out very powdery the first time I use it kicked up a lot I'm blowing on my finger now because I just swatched it and it kicked up a bunch of powder um but again it's $48 for the palette for 24 shades so that's two dollars a shade that works out at which is you know not terrible um and the glitters I really like the glitters they're glitter so you know you might want to use a glitter glue with them or put a cream base under there something to help them adhere but I like them they're pretty um the colors are really pretty I think for the most part the bulk of the palette is too warm toned for me to get on with like the story shade and ultimately most of the soothe color story I'm not going to use because it pulls quite warm and it's just not for me but I think if if you're looking for a fun palette to play with that's got a lot of options in texturally it could be a good option probably a really good Christmas present to buy any of your beauty friends um, especially if they're younger especially if they're just getting into makeup Anderson disagrees intensely Anderson <laughs> is very upset right now that's I think more to do with my suitcase than my Tati palette um, I just I just can't make my mind up about it I can't decide if it's a really great value for money or if it's just not doing enough and that's only because I expect so much from her because I rate her so highly as someone that wouldn't put out a crappy product when it comes to beauty I really think of her as doing glamorous eye looks I think of her as being sparkly so I just I think I expected so much and honestly it just this is damning it with faint praise this isn't meant to insult it in any way shape or form I'm gonna pass it to Harry and let her have a play with it and let her see what she thinks about it from a makeup artist perspective it feels like a slightly elevated Morphe palette and I don't know if that's an insult or not because there are a lot of great Morphe palettes. 
um it feels like it's almost like if it, I found out Colourpop made it I wouldn't be shocked you know I don't know who did make it I'm not going to cast aspersions I'm sure I could find out um if it was Colourpop Morphe I feel like it's in that world I just can't decide I just can't decide I think maybe if it was colors that I was more invested in if I liked the shades more maybe I would love it more so maybe you know what if volume two is announced and the shades are more up my strata I will buy it again the cats are going mental can you two please look I'm not being funny. I know Harry's not here, but I am eating red velvet Oreos and I'm trying to talk about a palette that I have very conflicting feelings about. So I need you two to help me out. They're not going to help me out. <sighs> it's just it's, it's just a hard day. <laughs> I won't lie to you guys, but I do really have uh, red velvet Oreos and I can't recommend those enough if you're able to get your hands on them. But that's it for new news today. So I hope that was helpful uh, and informed you of many things it, it informed you of some some at best uh, so today's main feature because we are Harryless, I asked our Facebook group full coverage podcast beauty banter Facebook group if you're not a member get yourself in there get yourself in there if only because I'm about to draw a winner for the 3,000 member competition I mean we said we were going to do a giveaway when we hit 3,000 members we hit 3,000 members we're going to do a giveaway that person will be contacted this week, my two cats have got to stop it. You've got to stop it. What is going on? Don't be upset that we're giving away this incredible goodie bag worth hundreds of dollars. You just can't get upset about it, lads. You've got to let it go. Um, anyway, we're going to do that. So that will definitely be happening. If you are a member of the Beauty Banter group, look out for an announcement that will be coming out in the next couple of days. We're going to announce our winner and get that sent out to you. And if you're not a member of the Beauty Banter group, what's stopping you? What's stopping you? I mean, we're doing this one goodie give you We're doing this one goodie bag giveaway for three thousand members. Imagine what we're going to give away for five thousand members. It's crazy. Uh, so head over to facebook.com forward slash full coverage. There's a pinned post at the top of the page where it will link you to the Beauty Banter group and you can join. It will ask you two questions. All you've got to say is yes or no. Do you work for a beauty brand? And then just agree not to promote your beauty brand if you work for one within the group. That's not difficult, is it? That's not hard. Um, but then, as I was saying, I asked uh, our beloved pod fam if they had any questions for me since it was me on my Todd. And the only thing I can really help you with is what's in my brain. So I am going to answer these questions. And that's what we're going to do right now after the ad. 
I know that's ridiculous because it's not necessary. Um, but in the end, I couldn't find anything that I liked enough. So I just ended up wearing my regular perfume. Um, I am pretty stuck in my ways. For a long time, I wore Coco Mademoiselle by Chanel. Um, by for a long time I mean like for years um, and I still love that I, Nadine is listening to this Nadine Bagger is listening to this somewhere and just despairing uh, because it's super basic and she hates it um, but I love it and I love the way it smells on me so that's always gonna be one of my favorites when I moved to New York 10 years ago a friend of mine gave me a bottle of Juliet has a gun not a perfume which again I absolutely adore and I wear all the time um, and then my other big favorite is the Chanel Boy perfume, which is what I wore at my wedding and what I like to smell like most of the time. I absolutely love it. Um, there's a couple of others that I flirt with from time to time. There's an Atkinson's Bond Street, I think it's called, uh, which is actually an aftershave. I really love boy smells. I really love masculine scents. Um, they are my 100% jam. The Chanel Boy is supposed to be... Uh, genderless it's supposed to be uh, for everyone uh, but I think it probably does it dries down quite baby powdery so I don't think it would work on every man maybe a man who's very secure in his uh, sexuality which we all love but I love masculine sense um, so that's definitely one I will say my friend I saw the other week and she smelled incredible and I was like why do you smell incredible and it was because she had met Rihanna <laughs> I'm, she knows who she is. She's listening. She's not. Uh, but she knows who she is. She, <laughs> Rihanna. And um, Rihanna smelled amazing. So she found out what perfume Rihanna was wearing. And it was the Killian scent, Love, Don't Be Shy. Uh, which, when I read it, I was like, oh, that wouldn't work for me at all. Because it's supposed to be very sweet gourmand uh, scent with uh, marshmallow, vanilla, and caramel. And then it goes citrusy and white floral. Um but uh, it, it smells incredible on other people. I don't know how it would smell on me, but I'm considering uh, dipping my toe in that. I also tried the Tom Ford Metallique recently, but it did not smell good on me at all. And I kept thinking of Zoolander Derelict, uh, which no one wants to smell like Derelict. Uh, but yeah, these are options. But I'm very into trying some new perfumes. So if anyone has any recommendations for me and Red, let us know. Laura McFarlane says, best tips for reactive skin. So best tips for reactive skin is not to put any actives on it. Let it calm down. Uh, my skin has been really, really reactive lately. The air is disgusting. California has been on fire. We talked about this last week. It's been a real nightmare. It's been terrible. I mean, like an actual crisis. Um, and the air is so bad. The air quality is so bad. I'm kind of glad to be getting out of town for a couple of weeks because... I, my allergies are bad you can hear my I'm bunged up I can't really speak very well and um, my eyes are really sore can't wear my contacts and my skin is so upset so I've actually been taking antihistamines because it's been getting all red and disturbed so antihistamines really helps for me and then it's a case of staying off the actives like I love to use a retinol I love to use vitamin c when things like this I love acids when my skin is really upset it's just soothe 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 so um the um I've been using the Elemis Superfoods Calming Boost in everything, and that seems to be helping. I've been using my Ceramidin, Ceramidin, Dr. Jart Ceramidin Liquid and Cream. I've been using Walida Skin Food when I need it, if I'm extra dry. And I've been using um, quite a few Biosense products, which is a brand I'm just falling deeper and deeper in love with. Uh, and not just because we were, went to an event with them this week and JVN was in the room. We didn't get to talk to him. We didn't get to touch him. He had a cold and left early, but he was there. Um, but no, I'm really enjoying Viasense. It's, I've, you can go back and listen to our interview with the president, Catherine Gore. It's a company that's doing amazing things for the world and also looking after our skin. It's not just all about sustainability and clean green beauty and when they say clean and green it means something I understand what they're trying to say they're making sustainable products that don't hurt the world when they put them out there uh, but their products also if I use they have a repair cream which my skin really really likes and their peptide eye gel my skin really really likes but yeah, it's just staying really basic. Honestly, I'm like, my skin will love a hyaluronic acid 
to try and up my um, hydration levels when it's dry and upset and reactive but then it's just staying really bland and really clean I hate saying clean but you know what I mean like just no actives basic kind coddling your skin pretend you're a baby's bum um, and just be very careful with yourself Charlotte Dillon says I am struggling with color I had a color analysis and I'm a dual winter oh I have a vague understanding of what that means bright pink red lipsticks definitely suit me lucky gal uh nudes make my 46 year old face look even more tired and saggy i don't believe it i'm really stuck for eyeshadow though as a winter i should wear cool tones but all the makeup counters put me in peachy orange bronze colors um okay yep just don't do that uh if you this is the thing so if someone says to you this is a color that suits you and then you put it on and you don't like it don't wear it um that's really the only rule I have because uh, there is no such thing as a rule of what you should and shouldn't do you should just wear what you think makes you look happy I would imagine I don't know if this is true but I definitely if I had to choose colors for myself jewel winter would be up there I love jewel tones I love clean bright uh, bold colors or even when I do lighter pale colors I want them to be really clean um I can't have any like too much dirty browny neutrally creamy colors in there it's got to be like very clean bold colors for me um because I'm so fair and at the minute so blonde uh so anything dirty looks just tragic and everything goes brown it looks like I got poo on my face so you don't want to put poo on your face um I'm trying to think what would specifically help you. I know Emma Louise Grant Ward, our Facebook pod fam champion, suggested the Colourpop Smoky palette for you. And I think that's a good one because um, that's really pretty. It's very cool toned, grey shades uh, with lots of different textures in, which would be nice. But if you don't just want to do greys, um, I mean, really, you're just looking for clean stuff. I think new dip. I mean, you you know, I always recommend new dip. Uh, but that's a really pretty easy to wear palette for literally everyone, especially fair tones. That would be great for you. Uh, I think the Rowan Beauty, if you want to stay cool tones, Rowan Beauty in 52 is a really good option. And then really, it's just play. I think you've really got a get out there and, and see what there is if you're doing a bright bold lip you might just want to do a black eyeliner or even a brown eyeliner I mean you know Larry loves her brown liquid liner um but yeah just a lovely black flick would look gorgeous with bright pinks and red lipsticks then you've not got to worry so much about that eye but really I think it's a case of play and just stay away from what you don't like so you're very much the same as me peachy orangey bronzies no go away um put us in the pretty shades but then I also really love like a gorgeous you know what would look gorgeous if you're saying jewel winter I've come to it I've had to talk my way around to this Charlotte the Charlotte uh, Charlotte <laughs> your Charlotte the Victoria Beckham lid luster the blue the blue lid luster would look incredible um you could totally do that with a red lip you might want to do it just with a clear gloss or a lip balm if you don't want to do nudes um although there is a nude for everyone you just have to get a pinky one I think you'd be a pinky nude um but I would do it with a, a plain lip or a very nude. I don't want to say nude because you don't like nude, but you don't try and say not a red or a bold, but a, a neutral lip. And then that gorgeous, gorgeous, sparkly, stunning blue uh, in the Victoria Beckham lid luster. I've definitely tried that. That would be gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, Liz Emily Foster says best eyeshadow color to go with hair and eye combinations. That's that's a lot. You got green eye with blonde hair, cool tones, palette recommendations. Say so I'm going to say the same thing. These are actually better questions for Harry. I'm a terrible person, um, but I think you've just got to try stuff. I just was looking through my palettes, looking for stuff to take to England with me because I don't have a lot of room in my case. And one that I pulled out straight away was Anastasia. Um, Beverly Hills Sultry palette from last year and I go back to that time and time and time again it is such a good neutral palette and it definitely veers towards the cooler tones um, I really really enjoy it I think that's a really great versatile palette it's got a lot in there that works for a lot of people um, I think if you're not wanting to spend a ton of money because you're just still trying stuff out always look to Colourpop um, now that they ship to the UK that's a little bit easier but they're a really great option if you're trying out and just don't like 
be beholden to rules try stuff even if you're not sure about a shade find a cheaper version of it before you invest like you know don't go and buy a pat mcgrath palette or an Natasha Denona palette if you're not certain about the shades. Um, maybe go and try a Sleek or a Revolution in a similar shade before you invest. That's an idea that really helps. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it really is, you've got to get it on your face and you've got to try it. But blonde hair, green eyes, you're gorgeous. Um, so again, I'm always going to say new dip because that's a catch-all. But go with anything that makes you happy. Go with anything that makes you happy. Sorry, that's not as helpful as it could be. But I mean, I'm not going to recommend the Tassie palette. That's all I know. Um, because I think it will not be cool enough for you. So don't do that. Um, Mary Watt says, you have blue-green eyes. Ooh, lucky you. I never know which eyeshadow to go for, blue eyes or green. Uh, I mean, I don't really believe in the rules of this. I get color theory. I understand the idea of it. I know I have blue eyes. I know if I wear orangey, pinky, reddy colors, they look very, very blue and that's gorgeous and I love it, but I don't love those shades on me, even though that's what people tell me I should use is sort of orangey or reddier browns but orangey or reddy colors, I don't love. Um, I feel like, again, I'm just like, new dip, a new dip for everyone. But um, I just say go for it. And that's the joy of it. You can use shades either way. You can go with the reddier colors that are going to make you look more blue. You can go for the bluer colors that are going to make you look more green. And then you're a winner. I mean, is that not amazing? Um, I really love... Uh, and we've talked about them a million times, but if you're looking for an easy option, the Beauty Pie eyeshadow sticks because they come in so many colors and they're so cheap because I think a lot of the times people look at, apologies Charlotte Tilbury, I'm throwing you under the bus, but you look at the Color Chameleon Charlotte Tilbury eye pencils because they are supposedly designed with different eye colors in mind and that they bring out the best in all your eye colors. I enjoy all of those pencils. I just think they're overpriced and they dry out really quickly. Um, so what you might want to do, I'm not making any friends here, is look at the Charlotte Tilbury Color Chameleon eye pencils and then find alternatives. Um, in those shades in different ranges such as the beauty pie eye crayons um or anyone's eye crayons because uh, they are fantastic anything that's like a creamy shadow stick rather than a pencil with a lid because those pencils the big chunky pencils with lids are going to dry out so much faster but check out her suggestions if you really want to go for your eye color for what people say you should use for eye color but i say if you are drawn towards a shade try it try it on your face try it on your face uh Teresa Enriquez says I am a firm believer that your teens are for wearing too much eye makeup your 20s are for wearing too much lipstick what should one wear too much of in one's 30s everything everything get it all on your face there's no such thing as too much um Siobhan Lloyd suggested perfume Philippa Goldsmith suggested highlight I appreciate everyone's options here um I don't think you can do too much of anything if it's making you happy uh I think your teens are for looking a state that's what I think your teen should be for. I keep having this conversation with people. I'm like, just so offended that teenagers look so amazing these days. How dare they? I insist that they start looking shit uh, so that I can feel better about my own teenage years. Um, I'm trying to think what I've done too much of in my 30s. You know, it might be foundation because I am finding now less is more. Uh, and for the first half of my 30s, I definitely started troweling on the foundation. Um... But or maybe well, no, because blush has got to be like your seventies, doesn't it? Your seventies are for too much blush. When I want to be the mad old lady on the bus with like just two circles of rouge, I can't wait for that. That's my dream. Maybe your thirties are for too many eyelash, false eyelashes. <laughs> but I just think every age should be for experimenting. Um, I it's weird. I feel like in my thirties I wear more makeup than ever and also less makeup than ever. I do feel more confident. It's such a cliche to be like, oh, and then my 30s came along and I just suddenly became super confident in myself. I'm not super confident in myself. I'm no more confident in myself now than I ever have been. I just don't give a fuck. Um, I just think I was like, there are days now when I leave without any makeup on my face and I feel fine about it. And there are days when I leave the house with all the makeup I own on my face and I feel fine about it. Maybe that's what your 30s are for, not giving a f which would be wonderful. Uh, Sarah Farrell says, any advice for beauty with braces? I've just started Invisalign. I feel so self-conscious. 
I just got my braces off a couple of months ago and uh, I had train tracks. I had metal braces, top and bottom. Um, so Invisalign, I feel like you live in the dream. Uh, you've just got the palette in that's next to nothing. Uh, I have a retainer at night that's very similar to an Invisalign palette. So I know how it feels. I know how awkward it can be. I feel for you. You have my sympathies. This is the thing, um, beauty advice with braces. So when I got my braces, I when I first got them, I did the full hand over the mouth thing. I had them for more than four years in the end, but I was like my hand over my mouth all the time. I didn't want anyone to see me with them. I hated them. I didn't want to wear lipstick that drew attention to them. And then by the third year, I just was missing out on so much stuff. All I wore for so long was Dior Lip Glow in pink, which is a great option because it's just going to make your lips look juicy and plump and delicious and shiny and wonderful. But I was missing red lipstick. That sounds so crazy. So in the end, I was like, you know what? I'm just doing it. And I would do red lipsticks, plummy lipsticks, bold berry colors. And I would do it with just a very simple, the rest of my face I would keep very simple because I knew I was drawing attention to the lipstick. And I knew once I draw attention to the lipstick, I would also be drawing attention to the braces. So I um, just kept the rest of it very simple, but I loved doing bold colors and saying like, yeah, I've got braces. As soon as someone talks to you, they're gonna notice them. There's no point trying to pretend they're not there by not wearing the lipstick that you want to wear. So I say go for it. Um, I understand, you know, you might wanna wear something that's not gonna transfer onto the Invisalign palettes or onto your braces if you're wearing regular braces. So matte's a, a better option probably, or a stain is a good option than anything that's too glossy and gonna slide around. But I say go for it, man. Uh, I definitely, 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 yeah. By the end of the second year, by the end of the third year, I was like, life's too short. Life's too short to not get braces and life's too short to not do lipstick. So do that lipstick. If you love it, do it. Phoebe Todd. Ooh, this is a good one. What are your predictions for 2020 launches? Any big trends we'll be seeing and how brands will interpret them? Big love to my number one pod ladies. Big love to you too, Phoebe. Big love to you. Um, I am pretty excited about what we're going to see this next year. I thought this year like the bubble might burst and we might meet reach max makeup I was mistaken it won't end um the things we're seeing so far we've had a few presentations from brands of what they're coming out with and following on from what we've seen this year we're definitely going to see more clean sustainable green all those words all those things blah, were sustainable yay clean what does it mean um but we're definitely going to see more brands taking responsibility for what they're putting out there and what they're putting into their products. We're definitely seeing a lightness in formula um, and like enhanced pigment in lighter formulas. There are some liquid cream blushes coming from one of the drugstore brands that are gorgeous. Um, uh, very similar to a Glossier cheek tint, um, but from one of the drugstore brands. And honestly, I, I like it better than the Glossier. Um, so we're definitely seeing this. And, you know, I think we started seeing that this year. We're seeing formulations get lighter and lighter and sheerer and sheerer, but um, they're still packing a pigment. So that's definitely going to be a thing. Eyes, I think we're going to see a continuation of the euphoria glitter trend. I don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon because people are in love with it. Um, matte, I think we're seeing less of. We're definitely seeing more of a demi matte lip thing rather than a flat matte. We're mo definitely moving away from that heavily contoured, very matte. We're moving. I feel like we're moving away from extreme. So we're not seeing as many metallic or glitter highlighters. We are seeing glossy glassy sheens like there is a beauty blender highlight that recently came out um that's glass glow uh which is a nod to that korean glass skin trend um we're definitely seeing highlight going in that direction more of a sheen more of like with future dew from glossier as well uh we're definitely seeing that in the highlight highlight's not going anywhere people are like highlight is going away it's not because you can't put toothpaste back in the tube you gave us highlight it's never going away i don't think we're ever going to see it disappear completely because people love it too much um i don't think we're ever going to see an end to contour but i don't think we're going to see such extreme contour i don't think we're going to see such extreme highlight or such extreme contour stuff is going to become not more natural but slightly slightly more natural as it were i think we're going to be seeing a move towards pretty i think we're going to see lots of like pretty makeup coming through spring summer 
I think eyebrows, we're definitely seeing them get less extreme. We're moving towards a more natural look on eyebrows rather than like a big eyebrow. That's been happening this year. That's going to carry on. I don't think we're going to go back to pencil thin anytime soon, but um, hopefully I won't be eating my words on that next year. But yeah, I really feel like with the idea of sustainability and climate awareness and being very aware, that's a big word for next year, awareness, knowing what we're putting in and on our bodies, that's also going to reflect in what we want our makeup to look like. I think when you're being so conscious of what is in your product, you don't then expect the product to make you look like a Kardashian, if that makes sense. I hope this is making sense, but it's not makeup's not going anywhere. We're not going to see less makeup. We're not going to see less interesting makeup. You know, we're still seeing brands like Jeffree Star and uh, Beverly Hills, Anastasia Beverly Hills coming out with all the colors. Uh, we're going to see influencers carry on putting stuff out there. You know, that's not going anywhere. I would hope we're not going to see quite so many I don't know um I'm I'm not a massive 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 fan of influencers and celebrities doing stuff for the sake of doing it I really like to see authentic in people with integrity and brands with integrity um but yeah I think that's the trend for sure in makeup pretty more modern textures making use of the new technology that's coming through still looking towards uh, Korea and Japan I think that's not going anywhere people are talking a lot about G beauty German beauty and a beauty Australian beauty but um, there's definitely still so much of the research and work is being done in um, the Far East uh, so that's just something to look at think about but yeah I'm interested to see where it goes I, I think we're going to see more people coming forward from behind the brands I think brands are going to become more dependent on the person behind them because people care so much now they don't just want to buy anything from anyone they want to know that what they're buying means something um and possibly less on the super extreme pricey end I'd like to think we're going to see more in the middle or at the lower end of the spectrum we're definitely seeing some killer stuff coming from drugstore brands Maybelline's got some gorgeous stuff coming um I think definitely keep an eye out for that we'll be talking about it soon uh they've got an eyeshadow palette coming that is beyond like I can't even tell you I stuck my fingers in it and nearly wept it's so good so that's definitely something to look at and keep your eyes open and hopefully that's all good news Cara Williams says would love to know your thoughts on Hourglass's new palettes their best blushes and bronzers for fair skin now I am an Hourglass addict we all know this um, that's no news to anyone I love the ghost palette uh, I already talked about it today which is appalling I'm talking about it twice and I've talked about it like 10 times I'm sorry um, but I really 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 love uh, that ghost palette if you're fair skinned I think it's gorgeous I'm taking it with me when I travel next week because I just can't be without it um, and then for my palettes uh, for my blusher sorry my go-to blusher I just ordered my third because um, I've hit pan on my second which was very upsetting for me um, but yeah I uh, always use the ambient uh, lighting blush I'm trying to find my shade because I've already packed it and I think it is ethereal glow but that doesn't look right. But I think it's Ethereal Glow. Um, but it's a really pretty blue pink that I absolutely love. I cannot be without it. It is the third one that I've had and I'm obsessed. I have to have it. I have to have it. It's all it is to it. Um, it just always looks amazing. And that's really all there is to that. Um, and then in the um, powders, just for regular powders, I do like their translucent powder. I don't obsessively use it, honestly. Um, I really like a lot of different powders. I think that's probably a bit pricier than it needs to be. Um, and then with the press powders, I really love Ethereal Light, which is a cool translucent. I really like Diffuse Light, which is um, a warm pale yellow. They both work for me. And I really like Mood Light, which is a sheer lavender pink. If I'm going out at night and the lighting's going to be quite low, I like Mood Light as well but um, ethereal diffused and sometimes dim. Dim can be a little bit 
dark if you are very, very fair, but dim is nice too. Uh, but yeah, I really, really love the ghost palette if you're fair skinned. Um, if you are warmer or darker skinned, uh, get the unlocked that's back, 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 back. You know, you want it. Um, Charlie Matepeace says, how Anderson and Bell Bell? Well, they've already answered that for you, haven't they? Yes, you naughty boy. He sat right behind me now as though butter wouldn't melt. Which it would, because anything would melt in your mouth because you're greedy. Don't look at me like that. Bell Bell's on a diet. Um, the vet wanted Bell Bell to lose a pound. She weighs 13 pounds and she's like not a tiny cat and she's very muscular. Baby's got back. Um, but uh, the Bell Bell's on a diet and that means we've had to alter their feeding schedule a little bit. And Anderson has taken it very badly. Uh, Bell's fine. Bell Bell's just like, oh, okay, but Anderson now not getting his second dinner. And just getting fed a little bit more at a different time when she's not around to see him getting fed more. He's just so grumpy. He's such a little baby. He's the worst. Um, Trisha Flowers says, why are you so fabulous? That's very nice of you. I wish you could see me sat here in a vest and pants because it's 90 degrees in LA today. I don't wish that. I, it's disgusting. Um, but you also <laughs> said you scale back your skincare routine from eight to nine products to three to four and your skin has never looked better. Do you think we go overboard on skin sometimes and less can move more? 100%. And that is actually a trend we're definitely going to see. I was thinking more about makeup earlier when I talked about trend, but I think uh, in skincare, we're definitely going to see people pulling back um, on how many products they use and simplifying things. I, I Acids, I think, for sure. I think the last couple of years, there's been such a trend towards acids and people are using way too much. It's so harsh on so many skins. Um, a lot of people are using acids every day. Very few of us need to use acids every day. I think sometimes the confusion is really there between glycolic, salicylic, uh, all the AHAs, BHAs, now PHAs as well. It's a lot. There's a lot of confusion. It's too much. I think if your skin is upset in any way, I think our immediate reaction now is to add something when quite often the answer is to remove something. Like I said earlier, my skin's been really reactive lately because the weather's been so bad. The air quality is so bad in LA. So I just pulled everything out. I pulled everything that might be hurting my skin out and went back to super simple, gentle, hydrating products that wouldn't cause any kind of reaction. And my skin looks a lot better for it. Um, I definitely think we're going to see a move away from that many products and a move away... We're never going to see a move away from brands like The Ordinary now. Something like The Ordinary and those individual, in, the single ingredient products, I don't think are going anywhere. I think they will always be around. I just don't think we'll see as many people using as many. I've talked about this with a few different people. I talked about this with um, Dr. Lenz, Dr. Marco Lenz. Um, I talked about this with Marcia Kilgore. Uh, I really feel like those single ingredient products can be a problem because we do too much we think if we're adding all of those in together we'll get the effects of every single product but eventually your skin just can't take anymore and that's why brands that formulate really wonderful products that have all the different ingredients at a level that work together <clears throat> that's why they're good and that's why they've been good for so long please excuse me i need to take another sip of diet coke it's actually coke zero um but yeah i uh, i really think you're right. Yeah. We need to pull back sometimes, but good for you for knowing that. Uh, Kate Warren Teague says, what super hyped product disappointed you this past year? What products have you been surprised by? Um, what has been super hyped that's disappointed me? I'm trying to think. I mean, oh, I don't want to keep bagging on her because people are just going to think I don't like her. I don't not like her. Um, the Tati palette I'm not in love with. The um, And it's usually big palettes. It's usually major palette launches and often stuff from like celebrity brands or Instagram brands or influencer brands I'm sorry uh, it usually is um Urban Decay I haven't been super pumped with their stuff this year if I'm being brutally honest um Fenty hasn't really wowed me that much I mean I know Harry loves the hydrating foundation and I think if you're dry skinned it is a great foundation but they haven't done much this year that's made me go, ooh, Fenty, um, like Yoda. And I want to go, ooh, Fenty, because I think they're great. Um, things that have surprised me and have been wonderful, I would say for sure the Rowan Beauty eye palettes. I've loved, uh, I love being surprised by something new. That's my favorite thing. Um, I uh, really loved QMS. 
that's been such a new hit this year that was a surprise and honestly beauty pie so much of beauty pie uh, is routinely a surprise because it shouldn't be at this point. But every time I get something, they just launched um, a new body scrub and body moisturizer and they are gorgeous. Um, I always loved, loved, loved the Bliss body scrubs. Uh, and obviously Marcia Kilgore started Bliss. The body scrubs, the lemon and sage soapy sap. There's a menthol one that's absolutely gorgeous. A blood orange scrub they used to make that I loved. Uh, so I don't know why I should be so surprised that these are great. Probably because they are like a third of the price <laughs> the plus ones used to be. Um, but I loved those and I was pleasantly surprised by those. Um, what else has been a pleasant surprise? The Primark Lash Queen Mascara. That was a pleasant surprise. Wasn't mad about that. Um, anything else? I think that they're the things that jump to mind. Um, the things that are a disappointment. I usually know they're going to be a disappointment before they are. I know that sounds so tragic, but um, it's always an eye. <laughs> it's always eyeshadow. Eyeshadow is always a big disappointment, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I think you all know. Uh, Zena Bassett says, do you ever get an idea for a book character from a makeup item or look? That is a really interesting question, Zena. I write books. For people who don't know, my other job, apart from podcasting, is writing rom-coms for the most part. Also children's books, Cinderella Sparks. Buy them for your kids. Um, I don't know if I've ever been inspired by a makeup product for a character. I love giving my characters makeovers. I love sending them into the shops and buying them stuff and doing their makeup. And I love talking about character through makeup. So, you know, I love the idea of, putting her war paint on or a character doing their makeup because they're about to go do something um and I love that so that's definitely a thing that's in my head all the time uh related liver Livia Perini says not beauty related you'd love to know more about the writing process people will just turn off um but maybe I'll do a special uh non full coverage a special mini episode about writing books or book stuff if people are interested if you are interested let me know and I'll do that um, Kelly Owen Simpson says, if you could collaborate with any brand to make your own palette, who would it be? What colors would you go for? And what would you call it? We'd have to call it full coverage podcast palette or full coverage palette, or maybe we'd have a difficult eyes palette and a sexy robot palette. It's hard to say. Um, dream world. I would love to, I mean, I, honestly, there are so many, um, I would love to collaborate with Rowan if it was an eyeshadow palette. Cause I love what Rowan does I love the textures um or I would love to collaborate with Lemonhead uh because I love their glitters and I would love to collaborate of course with Hourglass because they just knock it out the park every time for me I think there is something in their range for every part of my face that I can use uh so yeah uh for me it's, it's always going to be shimmery glittery nude tones uh that is my jam Maybe I would want like one bold color in there. I love like a midnight blue. I'm obsessed with that Victoria Beckham lid luster in blue right now. Uh, there is a shade in the Tati palette that's like a very sparkly blue black that I really like. Um, it's not quite as pigmented as I would like it to be as much as the Victoria Beckham. But yeah, something like that. But um, nudes, taupey, shimmery, gorgeous prettiness. I suppose I'll put some mattes in there because it's polite but just glitter the shit out of it I would love it um Siobhan Lloyd says when are we having a Yorkshire meetup one day I swear I swear Chris Wilson favorite all-time skincare products that I keep going back to that's really easy because they are nine out of ten of them at Elemis and Elemis pro cleansing uh pro collagen cleansing balm the skin-esque enzyme washing powder the Elemis moisturizer either pro collagen marine cream rich or the Pro Collagen Overnight Matrix. I absolutely love that. Um, I've been pretty loyal to the Kate Somerville Retinol and Vitamin C serum for a year now. And the Drunk Elephant Vitamin C as well in the daytime. I've been going crazy for that. And then um, SPS. I always come back to SPS. So um, La Roche-Posay and Thelios. I, if, if I'm out of SPS, that's what I always go for. Uh, and I'm trying to think what else is a given. Um the La Mer Renewal Oil, I really love. So there's so many more there that I feel like there's a couple of Biosense things that I think will end up being favorites that I come back to and come back to. And the QMS serums I can't imagine not using right now. 
but it's all it's mostly elemis that i always come back to because i know it's gonna be nice for my skin and not upset it um mary charter says your favorite eyeshadow brands formulas and why you love them which are surprisingly good bargains which high ends are worth the price high end that worth the price um tom ford in the shimmer formulas again new dip that kind of formula i don't like his regular eyeshadows as much but i think that shimmery formula is absolutely gorgeous and worth every penny Pat McGrath, if you if it's in your budget, those palettes are gorgeous. They're a work of art, and they're beautiful, and they wear beautifully. Um, what else is really great? Uh, the Hourglass Scattered Light, I love. I think is gorgeous at the higher end of the spectrum. And um, then in the middle-ish, I really love the Bodyography uh, Eye Glittery Pigments and the Lemonhead Space Paste Glitter. I love that. Uh, and then at the lower end of the spectrum, I love ColourPop. Uh, I love ColourPop Super Shock shadows, I think are fantastic. I love, as I said, the Beauty Pie eyeshadow sticks, I think are exceptional. Uh, I think they are incredible value. And what else? God, I've got so much eyeshadow, <laughs> so unhealthy. Um, I really do like the Marc Jacobs sequins. I think they're really pretty. And the Marc Jacobs singles, eyeshadow singles, they're really, really great. Uh, back up at the top of the spectrum. They're fantastic. Loves it. Um, Rachel Beth says, what's the smallest travel makeup bag you bring with yourself to pack? When you're going away, you want to travel light, you want to cover all your bases. Um, that is really tough. Um, what I will often do is take one of the little palettes. Me and Harry made our own little tiny palettes uh, using our own stuff. So I can get away with one of those. I've got, um, again, a beauty pie eyeshadow stick and a shimmery taupey color pressed into the palette. I've got a red lip pressed into the palette. I've got a balm, like just a plain balm pressed into the palette that I can use as a highlighter. Then I've got the hourglass foundation stick pressed into there and then a pinky nudie color pressed into there that I can use on lips and cheeks. Um, and I can get away with that. If I take a mascara with me, I can get away with that for a whole weekend, which is very exciting. I never do it, but I could. Uh, that's basically it if I didn't have a lot of options I'd probably take new dip because uh, that I can do a variety of eye looks and I love them um, so that's it that's all my questions if there are any more I'm very very sorry I will answer them on the page uh, if I didn't get to you um, I'll do it as soon as I possibly can but thank you so much for your questions you are a bunch of champs and I love you I love you I do um, which just leaves one thing. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for you. I hope you're going to do it with me. It's time for Highlight of the Week. That was uh, brought to you by my sore throat. Um, highlight of the Week. Now, this is a tough one because um, I haven't really worn a lot of makeup this week. Um, I've been really, 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 really 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 busy uh, so I haven't really been wearing a lot of makeup what I have been wearing we've talked about extensively in the past um, so I'm going to talk about what am I in love with I'm trying to look at what I've just packed to take away with me and I'm trying to think about what I'm desperately in love with what I had to had to had to have um, and there wasn't very much you haven't seen before. Oh, do you know what? I thought of something. I've got it on my mouth right this second. Um, I can't believe we've never talked about this before and I don't believe we ever have, but it is the MAC Cosmetics Matte Lip Mousse. Now I was sent a bunch of colors from the um, Pony Park collection, uh, which is some of the shades are sold out online. Some of them are still available, but the product in general is still available. Yes, I say it is the matte lip mousse uh it's not as matte as the retro liquid matte uh, which i find very 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 drying um the matte lip mousse is it's a lot softer it's very easy to wear it's very easy to apply the applicator is sort of heart shaped with a pointy end and then a flat uh, paddle which is really really easy and lovely to manipulate you can blend it in to get a really pretty blurred look or you can go sharp and get a stunning sharp eye, uh, lip look eye look don't put it on your eyes uh, lip look but yeah it's just really pretty and not drying at all lasts really nicely doesn't stain it won't last forever and ever it's inspired by k-beauty because it's part of the you know pony park collection um but it's just really 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 lovely uh 20 in the u.s uh, most of the shades are still available online 
Um, I've seen them all in stores. So uh, if you can get to a Matt store or a Mac counter, I think you'll be even better. Uh, get yourself to Mac. Tell them we sent you. They won't know who we are, but it will be nice for us. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I really love them. Um, they're really gorgeous. I hope they bring out more shades uh, in this formula and that it comes out of the Pony Park collection because it's absolutely beaut. Uh, I, used, I used two yesterday to do an ombre look. It's very unlike me to make that much effort, but it was Love is Blind and um, Off the Record. Off the Record shown is sold out online, but I have seen it in store. Um, sort of, they were like a whiny raspberry colors. Um, uh, the Off the Record, Off the Record uh, was a deeper burgundy, like a light burgundy. And then uh, Love is Blind is sort of a pretty... Um, plummy color and I did the light color and then the deep color just on the middle and it was really pretty um I really liked it so very into those I just I don't know what's come over me lads I've gone mad for like a very nude lip I blame difficult eyes this is not like me this is all her fault it could also be because my roots are growing out at a terrifying pace and I haven't had time to get them done so I'm really leaning into my punk roots um, and we're just going the full Debbie Harry. It could be that, uh, but I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, I really love that. Thank you, Mac. We love that. Thank you for doing something new and fun. That's great. I feel like we don't talk about as Mac as much as we used to because it's just so overwhelming. They make so much product these days. It's like, oh, it's too much. Um, but these are gorge. Thank you. Love it. Anyway, I'm going to get off uh, because I've still got a pack. I've got to fly to England tomorrow. And I've got a pack. That's a bit of a nightmare. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for all of our Patreons for supporting us. You can go to patreon.com and support us for as little as $2 a month. $5 a month if you'd like to receive our extra episode, our special episode each month. Um, $12 if you'd like to receive a mug. Uh, I'm just saying, it's just out there. We only have a limited number of those uh, options available. Uh, we really, really appreciate your support. Without you, we could not make this podcast you are a dream come true we love you very much if you aren't able to support on patreon we fully understand it's it's not something everyone can do uh you can give us five stars we'd love that we'd love to get five stars on apple podcasts or you could tell a friend or post us about us on social media if you don't already follow us on twitter or instagram facebook you could do that just search full coverage podcast twitter instagram facebook we are there waiting to hear from you and yeah the the honestly the greatest thing you can do for us is tell someone about us we want to be everywhere we want to talk to more people we want to be able to share this love uh because we love makeup you love makeup we want to talk about it so hopefully you'll be able to do that hopefully you're not going like oh but why would I want people to know you've just been talking for literally an hour you mad bird and it's true I have Anderson is getting very upset Anderson do you want to say goodbye no do you want to ignore me and cuddle that tin of shoe polish why are you cuddling a tin of shoe polish is this you rejecting beauty standards okay He's rejecting beauty standards. He's cuddling a tin of closed shoe polish. He can't get in it. He's just hugging it. And I know I'm not going to be able to be allowed to touch it. <sighs> Cat ownership, man. It's just unpredictable. Uh, what is predictable is that we will be back in two weeks. And uh, Difficult Eyes will be with me, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, and we'll just be here to share the love. And it will be practically Christmas by then. So, oh my God. Can you even believe it? Can you believe it? Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We love you. Hopefully I will see some of you. I'm doing an event in London in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's just a very small, low-key, tiny, tiny event. Hopefully some of you will be coming and you were able to get tickets. If you're listening to this and you haven't got tickets, I'm, it's definitely already sold out. I'm sorry. But if you're coming, I hope to see you and I hope you will let me know that you are pod fam so we can have a love-in. Uh, and if not, I will see you in two weeks for more full coverage. Bye. 